All right, people, this is True News 365. I want to feature today um, a video that uh, uh, that came out by Living Waters. Ray Comfort put out a video about two months ago. It's a very good video, and the title is Warning. Famous gay Jewish leader wants to rewrite the Bible using AI. And I think it was a really good uh, video. And it features this guy called um, uh, Yuval Noah Harari. Okay? And if you look at this guy, look him up on YouTube. Everybody's calling him the Antichrist, uh, the man, the, the end times. <laughs> and as, as, as always, people will take someone, a new character, and they'll t- title them uh, Antichrist, and they'll kind of size them up. Um, but... What we have is, um, uh, a, I, I think I, I did a, a, a podcast about this, okay, and um, the beast system. And um, what, we, what we see in the scriptures is that the, the, um, the Antichrist is actually an, an elusive uh, um, uh, term. It's actually a, an elusive term to mean several things and it's used in the bible a couple of a couple of ways antichrist is is um first of all first john in first john the apostle john the same apostle uh from revelation says that that the spirit of antichrist is already here there are many antichrists he says already in the world right so what that's talking about is that's practically saying that Antichrist is a spirit, right? But he's, he's referring to it as a, as a person. There are many Antichrists. So not only is Antichrist a person or it can be a character, it's like a character, right? And, and then if you look at the, 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 the man of lawlessness, right, that's spoken about in, in Second Thessalonians, and then you look at Revelation 13, these are all the places where you see this, the, 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 uh, the description of some end times figure. But what you do is you get descriptions of a man, uh, a character, uh, 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 let me see, a globalization force or a rulership, a kingdom, you see, a nation. Um, these are the things that you pick up when you uh, look into what we see is that as in terms of the beast coming out of the, the water, a beast coming out among the people, things like this, right? And of course, you know, this has to do with Bible prophecy and uh, eschatology and, and trying to uh, figure all these things out. But what I want to feature today is this, um, this character, this antichrist character of a person, right? A person can be antichrist in their in their spirit and in their uh character right so you need to if the, uh, there's certain attributes of antichrist right the need to uplift humanity beyond god uh to to usurp god's glory this is something we see in genesis as far as back as genesis the tower of babel uh, uh the words of satan i will be like the most high god 
uh, all, this is the, the, what the character is. To, they want to stamp out God. They want to nothing to do with God. They want to replace God. That is what Antichrist is. Antichrist is a false Christ, okay, or a false God. This sometimes hides itself behind humanitarianism and humanistic principles of good intentions. But without God, we know, based on Scripture, that without God, um, it, it, it's basically intentionally saying uh, God is not needed. Okay? I can do this on my own. I can, I can do this. Right? So it's the, the upset, there's also an obsession to be as gods. We see this in many religions that want to uplift humani uh, hu humanism. Um, I just did a podcast on comedic spiritism, a lot of spiritism, which has a lot of this in that as well, uh, that says that you are God, that everything is God, that God is in everything, right? That God is a consciousness. It's not a, a, a real person. It, the the relate, relatability of God is not found in that. And in many thinking that is associated like this. Uh, the, the, also, the, the character of Antichrist borders and often engage in over-spiritualizing man's mind. It's, it's kind of like a drive, like a lust for power, okay, uh, for exalt, exalt, exaltation, right? That's how come the Bible, in the, in the Word of God, the Lord is always saying, humble yourself and the Lord will exalt you, Right? We have to be humble. The, the, the pursuit of hum, humility is what's important before God. Pride, we see how pride uh, brought down the, uh, Satan because of his pride. We see pride in, in people when they have greed, when, when they covet. The pride of, of uplifting yourself beyond what one should, right? The, the, there's also a characterization of the power to create new life uh, or new life forms. Okay, this is what this Yuval Noah Harari is talking about. He's supposed to be a very brilliant, like MIT scholar or whatever, scientist. And, um, but no, you don't have the power to create life at all. If you create a robot or a computer program, it's not life. To them, it's life. To them, they'll see it as life. If you notice, um, to people who don't have uh, a spiritual, godly, a truly godly spiritual understanding, they they don't they can't identify true life, but they can identify um, false humanity. They can identify things like if they find uh, certain um, evidences in, in in the moon. They'll call it life, but they won't call uh, uh, a human embryo life. They'll say, no, they'll argue it's not life. It's not humanity, right? So you see the contradiction. You see the, 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 the thinking there. God creates life from nothing. Man can't do that. It's always, uh, it's always, it's always going to be something artificial or a creation utilizing what's already created in order to function. But the incessant desire to do so is what's so strange and can be extremely sinister. He says that life took four billion years, which obviously 
shows that he holds to the impossibility of the theory and philosophy of evolutionary thinking. So AI, he talks about the AI creating new ideas and even a, a new Bible. And he has confidence that truth can come out of something like that. Yet this is a trick that can't obviously come out of, it can't come about without the programming of man. So do you think something that comes out of man can produce the truth, right? Other than more God-hating information and instruction? He says there might be religions that are actually correct coming out of AI. It could actually create something that'll be right. But for that, you have to know what truth is to begin with. If you don't know what is true, and you're programming an AI to find truth, how truthful can that be, right? So as the saying goes, out of nothing, nothing comes. His representation of the kingdom of heaven in this video um, is the opposite of what uh, Christ said would be the inheritance of the wicked, okay? Um, Jesus said that there will be a new heaven and a new earth and describes a blending of both heaven and earth, but in the eternal kingdom. When it says that the righteous will inherit the earth, the Bible isn't referring to the present-day earth, which Peter said would be burned and destroyed, right? But an eternal world. The Word of God says that the wicked will not inherit the earth, but will be cut off forever. Those who reject God have no hope of inheritance, not in this life or the next life. This false hope would be something a rulership would want to sell so that people would vote them in as the person to usher in this new earth with its false peace and false justice and false promises. Sounds just like Revelation 13's beast system. And they're not interested in a nation. They're interested in the world, a new world order and rulership. Okay, another one who's going directly against what we see in the Bible is this guy and talking about what the true message of Christianity and religion is. Okay, a false Christ. What is a false Christ? A false Christ is an antichrist, a person who usurps the position of Christ. But there are many antichrists, as in 1 John. John the Apostle said that very thing. And even now, at that time, he said in his day there were many antichrist in the world so let's listen into this video so we can feature in this guy his name is harari this is yuval noah harari he's jewish referred to as a public intellectual historian and professor of the department of history at hebrew university in jerusalem he's the author of the blockbuster book sapiens which has sold over 45 million copies he says the book explains what it means to be human you're going to hear him talk about human beings being like gods, which was Satan's first lie to Eve, about his homosexuality, his strong belief in evolution, about Jesus and his teachings, and even about the resurrection of Christ. Though he's an atheist, he will quote the Bible, continually refer to scripture, talk of God as the petty lawgiver, and speak with excitement about the possibility of artificial intelligence replacing the Bible with a new and better version. You'll hear him say that we have the power to create new life forms, which is just not true. 
the most intelligent scientist on the face of the earth, can't create a grain of sand from nothing, let alone any form of life. God alone creates life, man destroys it. Tell us what you see and why it's difficult perhaps to preview the future at this time. Well, we are now almost like gods in terms of our powers of creation and destruction. We now have the power to create new life forms. Yeah, that's not going to happen. See, the, the, the deception is that. That's the deception they want to go. So even if, they, even if, they, if, they, if they're not there, they're going to, um, they would even pretend as though, just like they're pretending that there's truth in an evolutionary theory, right? Um, you can argue whether they truly believe this, but the, 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 the Bible says that, that people know that there's a God and they just suppress it in unrighteousness. So uh, even, if they, even if they could, um, even if they couldn't do it, it, all they would need to do is, is to uh, try to convince the masses that they have, right? Because if you think about it, the whole position of Satan is to deceive. He's a deceiver. That's one of his biggest titles. He, he, he conforms himself into an angel of light. That's what he does. So whether he creates life or not, that's what he's going to try to convince. That's the mentality. That's the, you see? But also to destroy much of life on Earth, including ourselves, instead of uniting in order to face these common challenges to our species, we are dividing, we are fighting each other uh, more and more. The evolution of life on Earth took something like four billion years, four billion years to reach these plants and to reach us, human beings. There goes that, uh, that worldview of millions of years. Beings. So ChatGPT and all these wonders, they are the amoebas of the AI world. What would T-Rex look like? It's the first technology ever that can create new ideas. Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The, the, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? AI can create new ideas, can even write a new Bible. Throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. So. If we analyze what he's saying, right, um, he's basically saying that something that's programmed by humanity can, can basically go on its own and create on its own its own opinions and worst, its own truths. Now, we've known everything that we've ever known, okay, about truth is there's no such thing as certain truths it's there's just 
truth, right? So something is either true or it's not true. So to be able to create truth, now we're not just talking about facts. If we're talking about creating religions that will be true, you're basically saying that obviously, obviously what that means is that um, it's going to create its own opinion. And the, the workers of this AI or the powers that be will reflect that as being true. And so everyone else is, uh, has to accommodate to it. That just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. And you have this discussion for, you know, for, for thousands of years about what humans really are. Are they immaterial soul or an immaterial mind? Or are they embodied beings, embodied entities? This was a major philosophical topic that you see, say, in ancient Christianity, this discussion that Jesus and the first Christians, influenced by Jewish traditions, don't be deceived by this man, that is not true. They were not influenced by Jewish traditions. They were influenced by the scriptures. Jesus flouted the empty tradition. He called the religious leaders hypocrites, saying that they strained at the gnat and swallowed the camel. He said that by their tradition, they nullified the word of God. They believed very firmly that humans are bodies, which is why Christ rises in the body. He's resurrected in the body. And when Christ initially talks about the kingdom of heaven, he means the kingdom of heaven on earth. He tells his followers that there'll be this perfect kingdom here on earth, you know, with trees and stones and people. That's the uh, sale, sales pitch, because what they're selling, right? Let's say, for instance, if somebody was selling if they had a rice field, all their products would be concerning rice. <laughs> so if you have a globalist and it's selling you something, what are they selling you? They're, se they're sell selling you the world, okay? You know, the world belongs to us, okay? And of course, you're part of the them, okay? This is where that kumbaya message comes in. We're all global citizens. We've heard that usage, that word usage before, uh, global citizens. It's made its way from the, uh, all into the school systems, uh, right? And so, you know, not only does he talk about, well, we're concrete individuals, but what he fails to see is, okay, so then if Christ resurrected, by what power did he resurrect? Because we know that fleshly humans don't just resurrect, so right there, he's not taking that into consideration. He's hoping he, people will, he would just gloss over it. Okay? So uh, he, he, he believes in the body, in a renewed body. Yeah, but he's got wrong the whole idea of people outside of God or outside of Christ inheriting anything. He's, he's wrong about that. This is what he's telling his mostly secular audience, that what Jesus taught had nothing to do with God 
or of heaven. The kingdom of God is about trees and stones and people. In other words, don't be concerned about heaven, let's be concerned about this earth. That's how to get the admiration and the attention of a world that's worried about the future. And now listen as he says that any talk about sin in heaven didn't come from Jesus, but it came because of a form of Christianity that drifted away from his original teachings. Thank God we've got the scriptures to refute his lies. That is what is so important. The fact that we have those scriptures, and those scriptures have been a thorn on the side for so many power movements and religions false prophets, uh, religionists, uh, revisionists, apostates, um, so many of them that have attacked those scriptures every which way to Sunday. And because of those scriptures, and that's why if you look at certain very dark nations like North Korea and China, there's, there's, there's talk about China creating its own Bible, hoping that it'll be proliferated uh, all over the world so that way people can be confused. But you know what? There's already false Bibles out there, okay? Um, and perversions of the scriptures, right? To change the sex of God, or uh, even as far back as from what I remember, the Jefferson Bible, that took away all the power of God, the, mir the miracles of God and Jesus, and just centered on Jesus the, the man, right? And this is the same thing. This, this is why those scriptures, he wants to rewrite those scriptures. And even now, you hear many secular people saying, well, Jesus is a nice person. He was a nice, he was a historically nice guy. He's all loving. He was all, it was, all, his whole message was about love. That was it. Oh, he didn't say anything else? No. He basically just loved everyone. Okay? That's been the message for a long time. Over time, under the influence especially of Platonic philosophy, Christianity drifted away from this view of humans as embodied and placed greater and greater emphasis on the immaterial soul or mind. It imagined that the body is, is dirty, the body is animalistic, the body, there is something wrong with it. And uh, when you die, you are not coming back in the body, your soul is liberated from the material body, and it goes not to a kingdom on, on earth, but to heaven, which is a completely immaterial realm. It's funny how when people speak this way, they never compare and do exegesis right in front of your face, because they're expecting to talk to people who are pretty much think the way they do people who already are either on the fence or immature in their faith or um, will not take the scriptures and consider them for what they're saying historically, okay? And so people will always say that. Well, this was the original intention of this and this and this and that. Well, prove it. Give me a chapter and verse. Show me. What are you talking about? Because the minute that they show you that section in scripture, okay, that's when the war of exegesis starts, and hermeneutics, okay? And so um, that's how we're supposed to uh, contend for the faith, by way of the very Word of God. If you could change one thing in the world by magic, today what would it be? 
I would change human understanding of, of themselves to place more emphasis on our shared biological reality and less on all the kind of fictional stories that we create with our minds. If we could just let go of these stories for a little while and again go back to the level of the body, we would realize that we are all the same. We all of us share the same biology, irrespective of our ideology and religion and whatever. All of that is evolutionary-based and economicalism. I always have a hard time with that word, economicalism. And everyone just joining all religions, hold hand and sing Kumbaya. That's the same thing, the same message that we've we've heard over the decades uh, that proliferate all over everywhere and that people find easier and more comfy to believe. And if we remember that yeah. and let go a little of our ideological and religious fantasies, that that's... He's calling the Bible and doctrines fantasies the basis to, to create a better world for everybody. And there's the answer for the human dilemma. Get rid of the Bible and its teachings and you solve the problem. So the Christian fantasy became to completely disconnect from the body. And this remained a fantasy for thousands of years. But that's not true because if, when you read 1 John 3, it says that all eyes will see him and when we see him we will be like him okay and we will see him for what he is we're going to see him in the flesh and we're going to see that he's a man just like us right um and so uh that's not true you know we recognize that it says that we will be given a new corruptible incorruptible body that the we will be put on incorruptible incor incorruptible and we will inherit the earth, but it'll be a new heaven and a new earth. It'll be joined together somehow in uh, restoration. And so there is hope for that. But this guy has a different message. He can't get away from his hatred of the Bible, and there's good reason for this. As you mentioned, I met my husband online um, more than 20 years ago, growing up in a small town in Israel, uh, which was very homophobic society at the time. Mm. Just meeting other people, uh, just meeting guys for dating was very difficult. <laughs> What's the most important learning of your life? Meditation, to, to observe myself. But again, to observe how my mind constantly creates fictional stories and be able to let go of them for a little while and just be in touch with the reality as it is. Fantasies, let go of fantasies, the things of God, and yet be in touch with reality of which he, he's denying, right? Because outside of God, there's no truth. He is the truth. He says he is the way, the truth, and the life, right? So this man rejects all of that so this is a very good video i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the link to this this is it, it, it's not meant 
for people to consider this gentleman as something other than the fact that um uh that you know there are people with this character that hate god for whatever reason there are many reasons why people hate god and so it's sad but it's what's in the world right and so we have to recognize what's in the world and how to identify antichrists you know i don't know if we should be on the lookout for that one antichrist that we should be looking for christ our focus should be in christ not an antichrist because there's plenty of that now and the beast system is here now and we can see what the intentions are right um without a doubt okay so thanks for joining me today and um share if you care check out truenews365.com for more podcasts blogs videos commentary on from a christian worldview perspective and until next time god bless All right, you're listening to True News 365, a podcast, blog, cultural commentary, and Christian ministry set out to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ, to reach out to those who will have ears to hear by the power of the Holy Spirit. Check out truenews365.com for updates on blogs, videos, and more podcasts. And don't forget to share if you care. Until next time, God bless.